You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Hi, gang! Welcome to a hiatus week. Did, did we know it was a hiatus week? Maybe. We didn't, did, Ryan. Did you know it was a hiatus week? You probably knew. We didn't. Maybe. <laughs> We're heavily engaged. <laughs> I'm Chloe. I'm Ryan. And welcome to Riverdale Gang, the critical commentary watch-along, critical commentary podcast at Riverdale the Show, <laughs> recorded here on unceded Tsleil-Waututh, Musqueam, and Squamish territory, Un- currently being marched through by supporters of the Wet'suwet'en yeah, about two kilometers down on this stolen land. There's some really great, um, I think today's is actually climate group led in solidarity. Um, most of the actions I've been at have been specifically led by indigenous activists. Um, but I know there's a number of, um, union solidarity groups who've been making statements and, uh, mm. planning actions. Um, other, um, I suppose, uh, activist groups and community interest groups sort of engaging um, with this big old fundamental human rights crisis we got going down here in Canada. Um, oh, if you're in the U.S. and nothing is on your brain but a list of, like, seven white Democrats-ish. Well, actually, there have been wet sweat and solidarity demonstrations in Seattle and Los Angeles. Lovely. Yeah. Some some of you all are watching. Excellent. Yes, but also seven white Democrats. White? Are they all white? I think at this point, gang dropped out. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, that's... God, that's bleeding over. Yeah. But anyway... I hung out with an eight-year-old in Los Angeles who's really feeling the burn. <sighs> okay, good. No, I was excited. I, I, I t- had a moment of shudder because... I, burnout. That, I immediately thought burnout <laughs> no. from the primary, not... Because I forgot that's a slogan, because yeah. I'm hiding at this point. Yeah, I've been hiding from the Democratic primary as well. Yay for children anyway, who can appreciate We promise Bernie. this is our podcast about Riverdale. Uh, conveniently, conveniently, conveniently. Um, we have Chloe back from her vacation um, yeah. on this critical plot I know, I missed the moment. I sort of wondered if that was going to happen. I missed <laughs> the moment. Um... I think Jughead's dead. I think Jughead's dead. Weird. I'm here for it. I, I don't love it. I hope he's undead. I, d- I just, I, it's a bold choice. <laughs> it's I'm very excited bold that they choice. made such a bold choice. The, um, uh, on Angel, <laughs> um, when uh, a certain character dies, I, I just didn't talk to the show for a month. I was so upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling like shades of that, but not really, you know. I'm I'm I gotta see what they do with it. I gotta see how this plays out. That will determine a lot. You can, you, you can kill a white straight cis dude in a lot of creative ways. You can without without paying much offense for me. Like <laughs> it's a well represented demographic on every show. It's Riverdale well included. There are many other interesting characters who bring arguably more class dynamic and um social dynamic and intra intrigue for me. 
I, I'm I'm ready to see what this show looks like without Jughead, because there's such a good ensemble that are scatteringly used. Yeah, I think the thing is that his plot is featured so heavily yeah. this season that I, I don't want to say I don't care about the other plots, mm. because that's not quite true, but they have... I haven't really gotten invested in any of the other plots. I do not care about Veronica and her dad. Sorry. Yep, 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 um, yep, yep, yep. I'm not, I'm kind of interested in this Archie not going to college thing. I think that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, are there other plots? <laughs> Betty, oh, Cheryl and Tony. Betty murdering her boyfriend. <laughs> the, uh, that. Chick. Oh, that. Okay, the, that the, I'm interested the, to see when it comes back. The the creepy blonde lover brothers. Yeah. What, 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 what? Um, Kevin and his fetish porn oh, yeah. side gig. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe anyway. maybe Kevin will be the sex worker representation we've been begging for all yeah, along. Maybe. My sweet, sweet boy. Um, um, so, I mean, obviously the first question is, did Brett and Donna kill Jughead or did someone else who's not Betty kill Jughead? I don't know. You know what? I think Betty killed Jughead. Straight up, I'm here for Betty went into a crazy fugue state because we get some unexpected payoff from all the shenanigans of the farm because that was built up yeah, and un- undercut in an interesting way. Yeah. So for that to circle back and bite Betty so hard... To cause the most devastating change in Riverdale since Jason Blossom's death. Really. Yeah. The most dynamic shifting thing since the show opens. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting payoff for all of last season for me. That I, I think it would play interestingly in Binge. Here's why I don't think Betty killed Jughead. I don't think Betty could overpower Jughead. Betty builds cars... Jughead is a writer. She builds cars. He's noodly. Yeah, no, it's not so much the physical strength as, like, I think Jughead would know what was going on and would, like, figure out a way to circumvent it because they know each other so well. That's more what I mean. Like, if, like, like, my first reaction if my partner, like, my partner who I love dearly, Mm. like, was about to kill me would be, Mm -hmm. like, something's wrong. I have to escape. Well, yes. You know what I mean. But if they emerged out of the dark in the woods holding rocks and then just clobbered you because you wouldn't put your guard up as this person approaches you. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. um, Especially if your two enemies have just been spotted fleeing for whatever reason. I am fully on board with Betty Kills Jughead. That's, that's... Oh, that's so upsetting. I'm so upset by that. Hugely. Yeah, it's good. It, that's, that's something for us to chew on if that's, like, that's, I'm here for it. It's going to be so melodramatically over the top, especially if it somehow brings Archie and Betty together, which, what? Yeah. But, okay. (laughs) Yeah, 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 okay. Oh, man. I'm chomping up a bit. The show has gotten wacky. Whatever. Whatever. But um, I'm I'm enjoying the ride. Tazzy is half sitting on me, and I'm so happy. This is the renaissance of cat love. My yeah. life is enriched. All of my friends are getting pets. Yeah. A few of them have children, but most have pets. 
<laughs> the ones who have children can't afford to live in the city. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> true. So true. Um, anything else we need to check in on? Oi. Oh, that weird plot with Hermosa. Oh yeah, should we talk about yeah. the like threesome dance sequence? Uh, what was even occurring? I feel like they... I Like, that was just a... I don't know. I'm here for it. It's a little side honeypot thing. <laughs> I don't know why that's... I mean, I enjoyed Cheryl and Tony pulling a hench gig for Veronica as a favor, mob boss to mob boss. But, I don't know, it, it was beautifully shot. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. I don't think it means anything. I it think it was anything. completely extra. It was For the sake extra. of extra. Like, I feel like in this episode in particular, they nailed certain aesthetics of drunk dance floor. Um, mm -hmm. cinema, uh, in the cinematography and the visuals and the lighting and the sound design. Um, sound design and sound mixing even. Like, the, the, the volume changes. Um, they created a real powerful atmosphere. Um, and I almost wonder if, if that and Drunken Veronica from the beginning, if there's not a little editing spin-off or, or like, let's use this a lot. Because that was really working well. Yeah. They, they might have just leaned into that, those shots and those scenes, uh, substantially as well. Um, just because they, they really were turning out and they, um, they had a really filmic quality for me. Hmm, um, those sequences in particular, just something of, not necessarily the confrontation between Veronica and her sister, mm -hmm. but the, the lead up and, um, some of these, uh, action scored music sequences. Yeah. And I did like the eventual payoff, which was the scene later where Veronica's like, one thing I do like about the, the Hiram and Veronica thing is Veronica's response to him being sick and to spending more time with him is to piss him off so that he sort of finds his spirit. Like, that's fun. Yeah. Um, uh, that makes, that's, that feels reasonably true to the relationship as much as I can suspend my belief that they have one. Yeah. I, just like I can suspend my belief that Archie trusts himself in the same room without having some par some severe terror response. Yeah. This man's tried to kill him so many times. That's true. Tazzy <sighs> is um, concerned that, that she's not optimally placed under all these blankets that are on me. Mm -hmm. And she is letting it be known. Now you know too, Rubidale gang. <laughs> um, enjoy her meows. Yeah. I'm not really sure... What exactly the Hermosa plotline is supposed to be accomplishing? I think that's sort of... I'm not, I'm not really sure where we're going. Mm -hmm. Well, I am noting that there are now two bishops on the board in the form of secret fake brother thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, players of some sort. Um, and that is not a small narrative parallel, especially mm -hmm. with... Um, Uncle Andrews, the war criminal. Well, he's disappeared, hasn't he? Yeah, but he exists in oh, the yeah. world. And he can reappear literally any moment at any time. Yeah, he's just useful to sort of have there in case. He's a wonderful adult MacGuffin with superpowers. <laughs> adult MacGuffin. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's an interesting cast of fairly fresh shadow players, like... If Jughead's dead, 
I bet you we're gonna see Gina Gershon back. Oh I yeah, I bet you we're and gonna see bean. some Jelly Bean. Um, and FP is already kind of on the edge of some bad choices. Yeah. It feels like narratively. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of background cast sort of sitting in limbo and in periphery that I'm I'm excited to. See what they do with even uh, even characters like Ethel, who like she's still canonically present in there, mm-hmm. and classically has some attachment to Jughead, which didn't really translate to this version, but is there. Yeah, it's interesting now that now that the there is a void in the show now mm-hmm. that Jughead is gone. Presumably. Presumably. And I wonder if those minor characters are going to fill it a bit. Yeah. I mean, I I more suspect that Archie and Betty and Veronica will eclipse us for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I have high hopes for the ensemble, especially if they get uh, a fifth season, which I, I think they have a fifth season confirmed. They do have think, a fifth think, season confirmed. Yeah. I have high hopes for what the ensemble grows into. Maybe, maybe Dear Sweet Pea will emerge from the... Sweet Limbo ether. Oh yeah, we've got our musical episode coming. Oh yeah, I think Peaches and Creams. I think Miss Burble's listed in that. Yeah, you said. That's uh, gonna be exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Okay, gang. Um. Well, this is our catch up with Chloe on hiatus week, I guess. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts before we go and percolate quietly in the corner? Uh, before I go and watch a late night nerdlesque show at the backstage lounge on Granville Island. Yeah. It's nice it's so near your home. Isn't it? Um, I, uh, wow, we're really old. That's like the, the comment <laughs> I come up with to say on our podcast. It's so near oh, your house. My, 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 our dear friend uh, from Terrace is visiting in uh, a May. few months. And she just confirmed that her, the place she's staying yes. is three, four blocks from my house. And I just like stumble home. Yeah. It's the stumble home distance. It's, it's happy. Yeah, it's so good. The stumble home. I can visit until I'm sleepy and tired and then get home to my bed. It's very good. <sighs> um, I have no final thoughts except that I think Jughead is dead and I sad. Yes. Good. All right, gang. <laughs> we'll see you a few protest actions from now. Um, go check out some wet it and solidarity movements in your area. If there happens to be any, there are some global ones or just like learn about the issue yeah just... and chances are wherever you are in the world there is an indigenous group that has been uh marginalized yep <laughs> and racialized and colonized and possibly genocided so like do some research see if it's there and like get involved in the opposite of all those things i just said has been slash actively is being um any of y'all who yes, are yourselves right. indigenous people i am so sorry for the hell that is unleashed on the internet this week, but yeah, it's um, gotta be hard reading all that. So uh, sorry, solidarity. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I've been thinking a lot about. Actually, is like I've been very keen to repost and to amplify and to like make it clear to the people who mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. value my opinion where I stand. Yeah, but I have been a little concerned about the emotional toll that settlers amplifying may be taking. Yeah, on people, and that's just not something I know. A lot about. That's a question. If someone wants to write in, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, I mean, I know I'm screamingly exhausted emotionally as a settler processing the amount of bad stuff every day in the world, Canada specifically, in focus. So, yeah. 
Um, also cool, last cool thoughts on this particular action. It is indigenous-led largely uh, and, and primarily, but uh, there are a lot of settlers participating and showing up. And um, that is spectacular because that's the grunt work. Um, yeah. Like, there's lots to do uh, and plenty of people to listen to and learn from uh, at every action and protest and community activity. Um, so that's been neat, too. People are actually coming out. Yeah. It's uh, eight to 10,000 folks in Toronto yesterday. Much. Aw, good. Um, Edmonton had... They got served their injunction, so... Yeah, but they had a rail blockade in Edmonton. I believe it was Blood Tribe or Treaty 6 territory. Um, Anyway, horribly, horrifyingly violent, like vigilante violence. Yeah. There's been a truck driving through a blockade, hitting one person today. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Stuff is is bubbly. This may... Okay, so here's a final thought. Um, (laughs) A final, final, final thought. If you think that this is less relevant than something that is lighter, like the Democratic primary, (laughs) I urge you to rethink your position. And that is where I will leave. Yeah. See you next week, Riverdale Gang! Bye! Bye!